Okay, hey you guys. Oh my goodness, we are back right now with our relaunch of Behind the Scenes Bella Podcast. I am your host, Fly Shereen. I am so excited. I told you guys on our pilot that we will be bringing in some of the biggest pioneers and moguls of our time onto this show. And I am just so excited. You guys asked for it, so we're doing it. So this is our second episode with our guest. We have the amazing, oh my goodness, she just she just giving life. <laughs> the anointing was in the smile <laughs> when she hit it. We have the amazing Andrea Danielle Kelly. She is formerly known, well, professionally known as Drea. And y'all know I'm transparent, so I'm going to read this so I don't mess it up. All right, listen. <laughs> Let the church say amen. Amen. Is um, <laughs> an American choreographer, dancer, and actress. Okay, she is the ex-wife of singer-songwriter R. Kelly. Um, you have seen her on Hollywood Access. You have seen her on Growing Up. Uh, love uh, that's hip hop, right? They ain't loving hip hop. That's growing up hip hop, Atlanta. Okay. Now we have. I just want y'all to really like give it up. Y'all gonna add the little clapping, but I have to really applaud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling y'all, we. I have to applaud you for being here. I thank you so much for coming out to behind the scenes, Bella. Here we just highlight people like yourself who are behind the scenes of so many things that are in the public eye that people really don't know. It's like y'all see one picture. But this is something totally different. And mm-hmm. today we just want to expound on the beauty of who you are, that Bella piece, and talk about who you are now and where you're going in the future. Okay? Yes, ma'am. Come on, <laughs> intro. Come on. You better eulogize me when she put in that dirt. Yes. yes. I done studied homiletics and hermeneutics. Okay. I am ordained. Y'all don't. Come on. Yes. yes. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. And yes. having a platform as such, you know, yes. Yes. where you really do get behind the scenes yes. I think that unfortunately with that celebrity mm-hmm. also comes opinion but it's opinion that's not based on fact many okay of the time. okay it's a big difference it's a big difference <laughs> yeah it's, you know I always equated to when we were little kids remember you would play the game of telephone mm-hmm. and the message would start with one person by uh-huh. the time it got around the entire circle it was a totally it was misconstrued misconstrued <laughs> it was nothing that the person said in the beginning I don't understand why people can understand that about a game, but they that's don't know right. that that's what happens in real life. In real and life. And especially with these fake journalists mm-hmm. with their blogs, butt mm-hmm. neck, covered mm-hmm. in peanut butter with a flashlight in their mm-hmm. mama basement, looking up stuff about people <laughs> and typing it and putting it out as facts. That's like, right. That's right. <laughs> it, it, it just blows my mind. Yeah. And people will run with that. They will put it on a blog. They will put it on social media. And people yeah. are like, that is the gospel because I saw it, it on the it's, internet. It's law. It's law now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like, listen, you have been found guilty. Yes. They absolutely. are the judge. They are the juror. I'm absolutely. like, really based off of something. Like, it's different if you've met me mm-hmm. and you've based your opinion off oh, yeah. of, you know, oh, I met yeah. her and I didn't like her mm-hmm. energy or something she said. But mm-hmm. I heard. Right. That is the funniest thing. And they. <laughs> who are they? Who, who they, are they? They is everybody, aunt, uncle, that's minding people's business. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that was my take on today when I saw your name on the ballot. I said, you know what? I said, I want her to know that I don't even know your story. I ain't that messy. I ain't, I don't be in people's business. I ain't in our business. I ain't in your business. Right. Because I'm just not that type of person. But like you said, we are living in a controlled media society where it's like, I can't, I can't afford to believe what I hear about you. Right. Because they do the same thing to me. 
So it's like, that's I don't know. That, you, I can't come in here with no formulated opinion and say, oh, this is what she, oh, I, I knew. I just know for And I don't get it because it's like, you will hop <laughs> on my social media page uh-huh. and spew all this. Hey, Bashante, they talking about you in the post office lunchroom too. Le- and you will go off. Be belligerent about they don't know me, they don't know my life, they don't know my kids, they don't know. We'll turn over tables, but we'll get on social media and do the same thing to somebody else, which is crazy. You know what? I'm focused on the post office because they owe me some money, and that's why it's not happening because they're not doing what they're supposed to. They're not. They're not. (laughs) They're not. not You know, you used to like the post office (laughs) and the postman. We not. We not. And speaking of, Look. since everybody likes to be on social media, whoever that girl is out there with my $50 million check, Look. would you please mail it okay. to me? Please. Listen, stop gossiping in the lunchroom and get it up. Girl. Girl. <laughs> yes. I am so happy to have you here. So I wanted to ask you a question. And this is based on like childhood, teenage years, where you are now. Who has inspired you? the most in your life? Like, just growing up, who has inspired you the most? Oh, well, I would say out of the three different sectors in my life, mm-hmm. because I feel like dance and you chose can, you me. And you can touch all of them. Yeah, yeah, I feel like dance chose me. Mm. Um, believe it or not, Bob Fosse. Okay. Such an influence in my life. Like, you would think, and I love Alvin Ailey. Okay. Um, I often say I, I deem Debbie Allen as like my first oh, dance yeah, teacher because yeah. I used I to watch Fame too. and my mom would move the furniture mm-hmm. and I would be leg warmers a whole nine, mm-hmm. like full on episode watching her on Fame. That's a bad girl. But yeah. Bob Fosse based jazz, wow. his lines and the way he moved mm-hmm. and just, it was something so elegant about it. And you don't see a lot of people of color that do that form of yeah. dance. So people who don't know, it's Chicago, it's nine, mm-hmm. sweet charity, mm-hmm. like, he is so amazing. And when I finally connected to that, I was like, that's exactly what, what I want to do. I want the lines <laughs> and the drama. I want it all. Because people just, they just, I don't know what it is when you yeah. say dancer when it comes to black women. Mm-hmm. It's stripper or they think Alvin Ailey. Oh, that's it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got to be exotic. Yeah, it's got to be exotic <laughs> or it's Alvin Ailey. They're like, there's no in between. Yeah. So for me, So did that Chicago piece kind of resonate with you? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Pippin, Chicago, <laughs> Sweet Charity, like um, Ben Vereen also, uh-huh. which was like Bob Fosse's right-hand man. I actually got to dance in front of him. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yes. And well, I was so nervous because I was like, okay, this man knows Fosse inside out. This has got to be perfection. He wanted to talk to me after the performance. I'm like, oh, he's about to eat me alive. Oh he was like, gosh. you got it, kid. You I know that's it. right. I would have loved to be like a fly the in the li- wall. <laughs> I just remember being in complete awe and it mm-hmm. gave me such a level of confidence because again it's just a dance form that a lot of people of color don't do Yeah, and for him to be his right hand his eyes yeah. to say I got it I was like oh y'all can't tell me nothing right. oh cause you I got it now I got it now and I used to think <laughs> my lack of training was my downfall Mm-mm. until I realized it's actually my gift it is where I am people study for years mm. to get there and I was just naturally born that's so right. that's an influence in dance. I would say men in my life, my dad. Like, mm-hmm. I'm such a daddy's girl. Me too. Like, that's my dog. Me too. That hey, is dad. my dog. Yeah, hi, daddy. <laughs> that's like, I call him, you like, yeah, daddy. I will crawl up in his lap, groan. <laughs> Me daddy. too. Like, it is just, I turn into a little girl every time mm-hmm. I'm around my dad, see my dad, talk to my dad. Me too. He's always been that voice. It's like, you got it. You know mm-hmm. what? 
Take fear with you, too. My dad has never taught me, grow up and be fearless. Grow mm. up and you black woman, you can conquer the world. No. On those days where you feel like you can't, don't. Those Listen, that you don't okay. want to do, don't. Okay. My dad is so such an amazing man that he even told me, if anything about me makes your life less fulfilling or pulls you down, let me go, too. Ooh. Okay. I was like, you a bad man. Listen, I know that's right. And he was training you up right. My father, he holds the same kind of conversations with me. I've bounced into so many different industries. And he would say, you could be whatever you want to be. Mm-hmm. You could be a firefighter today. You could be a nurse tomorrow. You could be a chiropractor the next day. It's up to you. You just yep. keep evolving. Keep So men in our lives are so important. And that's amazing that you have an amazing father because mine's is dope too. Listen. So dope. And I'm so happy I had him because I had a point of reference. Going through the abuse that I went through, thank God I had the father that I had because I always had that still voice like, but I've never seen my father do this. Mm. I've never seen my father Mm. not treat a woman like a woman. I've never seen my father not take care of him. I've never seen my father be verbally abusive. So thank God he was that steady in my life that I was able to like, I had that anchor because of him. Um. I think the last influence, and they're in no particular order, my children. I know that's right. Come on, kids. My kids. kids. When I tell you, (laughs) I want to be them when I grow up. Wow. Like, I stand on their little shoulders. My kids are the ones that have been like, Mom, tell your story. You're helping women. Like, Mom, you can do it. At an early age, I used to check in with my kids, and they would give me report cards. Okay. And one year, I got an F. And I'm like... Why I get an F? Mm. I'm reading it. It says I got an F because you need to take more time, do stuff for you, take care of yourself. At a young age, they knew that, Mama, you can't be all things to everybody, including us. Self-preservation. So, like, what? It takes your children, and we think as moms that we're doing something, and we're giving them a false sense of security when they Mm -hmm. never see Mama cry, when they don't think you Mm -hmm. have bad days, when they don't see you fall down. My kids know I got a saying in my house. You could lay down, but you can't stay down. Listen. You can't stay down. You know, see, I got one, too. I said, I'll help you up off of your knees. I won't help you up off of your ass. Yes. Look. Come on. <laughs> Come Cause, on. Because if you on your knees, that was an indication you once was standing there. If you sit yeah. on your ass, I can't help you. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, look, look, so we got some sayings now. We got some sayings. Especially we got in the black sayings. families. We got, Come on now. Come on. We will sayings you to death. Okay. Listen, that's why I think we need to rewrite, rewrite the Bible. Oh, it yeah. should be the Old Testament, the New Testament, and the black household and the black, Testament. Me and Dre yes. will come out with a sayings. A black yes. folk sayings. Book, yes, because okay? it's gospel and we live by it. That's we right. live by that. That's right. Like my kids at an early age, like everybody calls it like gentle parenting now. Uh-huh. I've been parenting my kids that way from the mm. beginning. Like they have a voice. They have an opinion. How dare you look at them and say, what you got an attitude for? You just got out the bed. There's some days you get up and get out the bed and oh, got yeah. an attitude. Oh, yeah. And we need to understand on their level, mm-hmm. you don't go to school with them. So you don't know what it feels like to be bullied, picked on, told yeah. you're dumb, you're stupid, dealing with racist teachers. So yeah. in their world, they may get up and really feel like, oh, yeah. I don't want to go back to that place and be mm-hmm. with those people for the next eight hours. Mm-hmm. So I've always let my children express yourself. Mm-hmm. Respect is earned. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's a teacher, if it's a police officer, if it's a firefighter. They have to earn respect. They don't get mm-hmm. to talk to you a certain way just because you're a child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there has to be a level of respect. Defend yourself respectfully. Mm-hmm. So just to see that in them and as adults now, to watch them really walk in that, mm-hmm. it gives me the strength to say, 
keep walking in yours because they watching you. Wow. And you know what? That's amazing because I'm thinking about even the people who will watch this. And even for myself, what you said was so prolific. I have a son who's 17. And everybody knows he's had, like, suicide things going on and all these different things with mental health since he was very young in age. Wow. But we had certain incentive-based programs within the house to try to say, this is what you earn based on your behavior. So just because they diagnosed them with whatever and saying that they had this and that, we can still take a clinical approach to say that, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're smart enough to know right from wrong. Right. So if you earn 15 points, we're going to get you a gift from the top That's shelf. If, if you earn, you know, 2,000 points, you get to choose to go to Disney World or whatever the case may be. I started putting those things in front of him that he deemed that had value, mm-hmm. you know, and just, just kind of seeing dif- different parenting styles from people was just amazing to me because some of those things I could even incorporate in my own household, especially now that they're getting big and grown, where they think they could tell you how to go and where to go. But here's the thing. Most people look at that as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. With my son, I allow it. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. We always tell our young black boys, you got to grow up and be a man, but you mm-hmm. never put them in a place to exercise being a man. Right. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. So I let my son sit at the head of the table. Mm-hmm. Even when I could wear what I want to wear. Yes, I could. But if my son says, Mom, that's a little too revealing. I don't go, boy, I'm grown. I can wear mm-hmm. what I want. I ask him, why do you feel that way? Because men looking at you, I'm not there. Nobody's there to protect you. So now I'm teaching him not uh-huh. to be controlling, but how are you a protector? Mm-hmm. How do you, if you have a partner, express to them, this isn't me trying to be controlling. This is me showing that I love you and wanting to protect you. I, I even ask my son, what would you like for dinner this evening? Mm-hmm. Because if he's not practicing how to be a man, why do we as we expect him to just get in a relationship and you better know how to be a man? There's certain things. My son, there's certain bills that he pays. And I don't ask him when you're paying it, how much you're paying it, where you're going to pay mm-hmm. it. This is what it is. And he says, mom is paid for. Oh, I know. That's right. If I'm not, again, we have to teach them. We have to put them I'm in a position to practice. So oh, my son is amazing. <laughs> like, I tell anybody. Look, so I can have a mentor. My mind, son is y'all. so dope. Uh-huh. He is so, yeah. Yeah. when I just say, yeah. I, I've been so blessed mm-hmm. because I know a lot of women. Like, my son, my son. I taught my son in an early age, like one year. He gave me a Father's Day card. I said, son, I know where your heart is, but never give me another Father's Day I, card. I, yeah, I don't do that And I either. told him, you know yeah. why? Because I can never teach you what it's like to be a man, and I will never be able to teach you what it's like to be a black man in this world, but I can teach you how to treat a woman. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I get it, Mom. Because yeah. I told him, no matter what happened with your dad, you eat the fish and you spit out the bone. Because he taught you two things, the man that you will always be and the man you will never be. Mm. So you still got something from your father. That's right. And if you can keep them on that track, and as black moms, y'all not going to like this, stop saying stuff like, oh, you just like your dad. Oh, yeah. Because no, if no. all he's hearing is negative, mm-hmm. he doesn't look in the mirror and see a black woman. Right. He doesn't look in the mirror and see you. Though uh-huh. he may favor you, mm-hmm. he looks in the mirror and he sees the face of his father. Uh-huh. So everything you hate about that man, mm-hmm. every day you look at my face, I must remind you of that. And then it becomes that inward self-hate. Uh-huh. And then you wonder why he becomes Hell on wheels. Oh, yeah. Because you helped to put him there. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you want to say, all I did, and I was the mother and the father. Quit telling oh, yeah, him no, that. I don't like that. Yeah, it, I don't it, like it, that. It's horrible. They say, it's oh, horrible. happy Father's Day to the mothers. I know, oh, no, I know, man. I never, I never, never want to be one. I never proclaim never to be, be one. No, I can't do it. I can't, I, I do can't it. either. I can't. Mm-hmm. It, it's something about my shine, though, that's off <laughs> when that happened. And when I see women on there and they be like, I'm the father. No, you're not, ma'am. No, you're not. 
Now, you may be a parent right. who had to right. take the place right. and try to facilitate as best as yeah. possible. Yeah. But if you're going to do that, find him uncles. Find right. the neighbor, Supporters. the yeah. neighborhood father that's yeah. like, hey, I'll take him fishing with mm-hmm. me. Tell him happy Father's Day. Absolutely. And a matter of fact, you get him a card too. Mm-hmm. Tell him if it's yeah. his coach, if a it's coach. his pastor. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Do yeah. that because mm-hmm. then it also allows him to be vulnerable with other mm-hmm. men, yeah. to let men into that space yeah. that you don't even realize you're closing off to men. Because if I hear my daddy's no good, my mama can't stand him, she hates him, mm-hmm. I must be like him, then all men must be like mm-hmm. him. I don't want nothing to do with men. And oh, then you yeah. wonder why he doesn't oh, they, have camaraderie they can, with they men. Can, they, wow, you, you, you preaching it. Y'all, I ain't got no speakers offering. So I'm letting you... <laughs> You know that now. We ain't passing no collection plate. That's but okay. You, but you preaching it. Thank you. That's okay. That's okay. But you know what? This is why you do behind the scenes because these are the parts of me that people don't even know. That's exist. right. Y'all ain't even know she was this prolific. She done put it together. I'm getting ready. I'm like, now, Deja, where's my purse so we can get her? I got about five or ten dollars to pay. Listen, I am serious because that is so important. Like I tell my son all the time. I he's struggling with the fact of. Now he, it's like he doesn't even want to identify with a man because the depictions that he saw were so poor mm-hmm. in projection. And I had to explain to him, I said, si, we, we don't need more members. We need more supporters. Yeah. So go out there and be a great man to somebody else's daughter. Yes. Go out there and be a great father to your children. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll need an addition. You ain't yes. got to think about who you are and I don't want to be a man and so on and so forth. No, you are that. Right. And you can be that and you can show the world we take that bad, that mess, and turn it into a miracle. Yes, yes. Like, you know, people don't understand. I speak highly of mm-hmm. my children's father to mm-hmm. him. Because at the end of the day, I'm very clear. I was married to him. You were born from him. I know You that's come right. from him. That's right. Those are two separate entities. Mm-hmm. And if I can do it, no matter how toxic, how horrific, mm-hmm. Peaches, you could do it too. That's right. At the end of the day, That's you have right. to separate your relationship with their father, mm-hmm. who was happened to be my ex-husband, mm-hmm. and the relationship with the man whose DNA they share. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, however my son feels, however my daughters feel, I support them. You want a relationship? Great. Right. You don't? Great. You want to talk to him? Great. Mm-hmm. You don't? Great. Mm-hmm. It's not for me to be like, well, when I was married to him, I don't see why you want to deal with <laughs> Right. That has nothing to do with them because at the end of the day, they have to make that decision Mm -hmm. to say, like I said, eat the fish, spit out the bones. Mm -hmm. What's the good I can take from it? it. So instead of, because I know, I'm very clear though, Mm -hmm. we live in a world where society wants to always push the horrific parts of my ex on my children. I have to counterbalance that with saying, in order for you to just be sane in life, like people don't think that far, which is sad to me. Do you know what that feels like? You're not spewing hate about an artist to a child. You're spewing hate about their father yeah. to a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they will be my children to the day that I die. Uh, know that. Because I don't take them back. Listen. <laughs> because, girl, let me tell you, people do the weirdest thing. They be like, they grown. Mm-mm. So ask a mother whose son gets murdered at 35. Does she go, oh, well, he grown. It don't affect me like oh, that. No. When he lays in that casket, yeah. you're going to hear that That's mama scream, my baby. My baby. That's still my baby. So what makes y'all think that those mm-hmm. are not still my babies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're gonna be my babies till the day i die so yeah. y'all can stop that <laughs> quit texting and tweeting that right. yes i'm a, they're gonna be mine to the day i die just like that's yours right. are yours to the day you die that's right and she got back up too y'all we don't play around here we don't, we play. don't play. Look, play look look she family so <laughs> but what, what you just said was 
So the next question, you talked about just about the beauty. So that's what the next question is. Just what is the beauty that you can kind of see out of all of this that happens? Because sometimes in life we will go through so many tumultuous trials and tribulations, and it's like, what beauty do you see inside of all of that's happened to you within the last 10 years? You know what I mean? What's the beauty that you get from the that? The beauty is it's bigger than me. Mm. It's bigger than me. When you're in it, you feel like it's just me. It's just me. I'm the only one. God, why would you forsake me? Why would you let me go with it? Like, how could you? I did everything right. I got married first, then had my kids. Like, and mm. we prayed. Like, how did, why would you let this happen to me? And when you get to a place that you understand God's not letting it happen to you, he's letting it happen through you. Ooh, come on, come There's on, a difference. Come on, come because on. when it's happening through you, you are a vessel. Mm-hmm. When you're happening to you, mm-hmm. God has left you. And he's, his word said he will never leave or forsake nor you. Nor forsake you. And he yeah. said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor seen begging for bread. No. Listen, I don't, I don't beg for no bread. No. So <laughs> that, that was the yeah. beauty when I got to that point wow. that I was like, whoa, this is bigger than mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And to see other women be freed or to see women even have that light bulb moment to go, I didn't even know it was abusive until I heard you speak. I, mm. I thought it was normal. I will give you some back history for me. Um, the first time I ever saw a man beat a woman was my grandfather. And he was a Baptist preacher. So God, love and pain were one for me at a very young age. So I grew up thinking that if a man of the cloth beats his wife, certainly a man in the world does. Oh, yeah. So nothing's abnormal about this. Again, another behind-the-scenes thing that yeah. people don't know about yeah. me. People, well, how did you stay and how you end up in it? And that could never be me. Honey, you were already me. You didn't Listen. even realize it. You, I say we're all trees. We're branch, leaf, fruit, root. You got to get to the root of your tree to know mm-hmm. why you bear the fruit that mm-hmm. you do. And what was at the root of my tree, I grew up in a household where abuse was normal. Right. So for me to be in an abusive marriage was not abnormal. Right. So people judge you based upon they think that, Oh, everything was so perfect in your life and you ran into something like this. You should have just left. How do I leave something that's not abnormal to me? Right, right. I saw my grandmother do it. Mm. And it wasn't so much what my grandfather did that changed me. It's what my grandmother didn't do that changed me. Mm. She got up the next day and made that man breakfast like nothing ever happened. So I learned to be a lady of grace through abuse that you don't talk about it. This stays here. We put up this front. We're this great Christian family. And this is how it goes. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what we do in most households. We just try to mask everything behind the scenes or we put it behind the veil or behind the curtain and say, you know what, I can I can just recall every event or photo shoot that I've done, I was either crying prior to or under some type of persecution or scrutiny going mm-hmm. into it. And they would say action and I would say, hey, you guys, welcome and thank you to... Yeah. They don't even know my son was just arrested. They don't even know this one in the hospital. They don't know that one just tried to steal a house. Listen, I'm talking about, but soon as action, hi, everyone. Thank you. Welcome. And you, at a very young age, we're taught to pretend. Uh-huh. We're taught, and we live in a society where we're not teaching people to heal either. We're teaching people to pretend. Oh, just cover it right on Cover up. it up because when you're vulnerable, you're attacked on social media. Oh, yeah. Big so time. now I can't be vulnerable, so I have to pretend everything is okay. But then when you pretend everything's okay, everybody says you're fake on social media. Oh, yeah. So it's like you damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's right. So I got to a point where if I'm damned if I do, I'm damned if I don't, don't give a damn. <laughs> How about that? So that is really where I am in my life now. No, we like, just don't give a damn. On my worst day, I'm mm. the best you. Oh. Because you have not survived what I have survived. I know that's right. 
I know that's right. See, we got so so much in common because even when I speak, I tell people I, I was winning here. I beat millions of sperm cells in the sack. Come on. Come on. I came on through like what? <laughs> okay, What's it was up? millions in yes. the race with me before yes. I even got here. So I got winning on my life just because when I came through, you understand, my father's urethra, I was already, I was already You winning. was ready for it. Okay. Yes. Yes. But, that's, but the, even like how the Bible says we were ordained in our parents' womb, that's really true. Because it's think about the millions of souls that didn't even get to experience yeah. life. Yeah. So you was already when Andrea from the beginning. From the beginning. And then having that ordination in your mom's womb to this is we, we don't like the 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 ills and the pains and the aches on the journey, but it's all a part of the plan. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? My mom's OBGYN actually told her to abort me. Oh no. Because she had a high risk pregnancy. No, okay. Yes, she was on bed rest, I think, like, the last six months of her pregnancy. Oh, my gosh. And, um, yeah, she threatened to miscarriage the entire time. Like, And I came into this world fighter. My mom said that they didn't think I was going to make it. Was born 9 pounds, 12 ounces. My mom said I pulled myself out, pulled my own arms out. Ooh. She said I came into this world looking around like, what's up? What we doing? So I know that just <laughs> being a – and I don't even want to say a fighter because that would seem like a struggle. Right. Just an overcomer, a warrior, an overcomer. Yeah. Just yeah. it's in my DNA. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't know how to give up. Mm-hmm. I wish I did. Mm-hmm. I don't lay down, can't stay down, but I don't know how to give up. I know that's right, and that and that kind of bring. See, you keep rolling it right in because that brings me to just my last question for you: How has your faith in God, like, if if you know, because I don't know people's walks, but for me, it's like. Faith is so important to carry us through. How has God done anything for you where you just said that I'm just going to keep on holding on? I got the strength to endure another day. This did not overtake me. Like, how does your faith keep you going? Um, When God was with me, when I did not jump off that balcony, mm. when my babies were little. Mercy. Yeah. So you had an experience where like, you just was just oh, going to let done. it go. I was, as a mom... When you get to the point that you'd rather die than to be with your baby, you are at your Ooh, lowest mercy. low. Mercy. And the abuse was so bad that I was like, you know what? I'm done. I, I just, I don't even want to live another day. And as a mother, when you lose that will to live for your yeah. babies, it yeah. doesn't get lower than that. Wow. And to hear the voice of God in that situation to say, get down and get your laptop. And I'm thinking, nah, I know we're made in your image, but this right. is not funny. And not today, sir. <laughs> you on that throne plane. Yeah. <laughs> Changed my life because it made me look back and see that he was with me every step of the way. Mm. The fact that even in that, he did not let my hand go because some people would have jumped. And oh, not yeah. to say God wasn't with them. If your time was your time, I'm not one to judge mm-hmm. it. I can just say for my time. Mm-hmm. He was like, you're not done. Mm-hmm. You're not. You survived this mm-hmm. for a reason. Mm. You are a vessel. You have to stay here. Not only for those children, you are breaking generational curses. And people have to be aware. Generational curse breaking does not mean just in your family. Because I broke generational curses in my family, it Mm -hmm. means my son will not marry somebody else's daughter and carry that same generational curse into a whole nother family. Mm -hmm. My daughters will not marry somebody Mm -hmm. and carry that into a whole nother Mm -hmm. generation of family. Mm -hmm. So we have to be aware when you are assigned and you a warrior like that, yeah. and you are here to break generational curses, mm-hmm. it's not just for your family. It's any family attached to That's you. That's right. That's right. That's right. And when I knew that, 
Mm-hmm. When I stepped into that power, I was like, oh, yo, was untouchable. hold <laughs> on. So I'm like one of your favorite daughters. You chose me. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. It, it allowed me to start looking at life totally yeah. differently. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to front. Was it days that I was like, you're still playing? Yeah. I, yeah. Now look, mm-hmm. now you told yeah. me to leave and I left. Now what parts of this was gonna get worse? On? That's, but that's what it is because we don't want that. We don't want the the parts in the we middle don't. where where it's we stress don't. and it's strife and it's this going on. We because want we that live piece. in a world where it's too many <laughs> movies where it's hard uh-huh. and the sky open up uh-huh. and the sun ray come down and God be like Andrea. Uh-huh. No, no, it don't happen like Sometimes that. you gonna feel like the throne is on vibrate mm-hmm. that he mm-hmm. is not taking prayers today. That's right. You do feel like sometimes you in the prayer closet. You like Matthew, Mike, uh-huh. Luke, John, uh, Romero. <laughs> I don't even know if y'all love it. I'm calling on everybody. Ruth, <laughs> look, Hezekiah. Uh-huh. Anybody up there can get him to turn that throne uh-huh. on because you will. But I say I, I liken it to a butterfly. Mm. The cocoon. You start out as the caterpillar. That That is the, the abusive parts, the parts where you Mercy. feel broken. And when you go into that cocoon, it's that dark place. Mm-hmm. But it's in that darkness where it's just you and God. Mm-hmm. And no one can take you out of that dark That's place. Right. Because in that place with a butterfly, mm-hmm. this is they're, they're strengthening their wings. And if That's you open right. it too soon, they will die. Mm-hmm. So please Ooh, talk, talk do not Ooh, take to heart if your friends, family, loved ones, exes, whomever, don't come rescue you. They're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're in the cocoon and you're in the dark alone with God for a reason. That's right. Because he's turning you into a butterfly. Oh, yeah. That metamorphosis is taking place. And when that yeah. metamorphosis <laughs> yeah. happens yeah. and you fly. And mm-hmm. here's the thing. Butterflies are one of the most beautiful creatures yes. on earth. Yes. Their, their wings are paper thin but so strong. Oh, I know that's I've right. seen them fly in a storm and like it's not even phasing that butterfly. <laughs> but right I, I think that we have been taught that God's love is this sweet, fluffy, Mm-mm. give you everything you want Mm-mm. love. But imagine if we gave our kids all the donuts they wanted, all the, oh, yeah, no. all the soft drinks they he wanted, watch all the it TV they you. wanted. It's not good for you. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're earthly babies, you have to tell them no, and that's the end of the discussion mm-hmm. because you know it's to save their life. What makes you think your heavenly father don't have to tell you no, end of the discussion, it's to save your life. I know that's right. Listen, I want to know, can you tell me the things that you're working on right now that are, like, so precious and dear to you? Because I want to be able to know, and I want the people to know what you have going on right now today. Well, of course, still dancing, man. I know. Listen, so, I see yes. her Instagram. I said, I'm going to take me a heels class. I'm going to get on, on that. I said, because yes. she was where I said, that. I said that's why our... That's why he was, look, I said, cause she can move and say, Shay, honey. Listen. Well, you know, they don't like songs about a girl for nothing. Nah, come on. I'm going to step into my rightful place, whether y'all listen. like it or not. Whether you when like I it or not. When I tell you when I see her routine, I said, I'm a, I, I got to go down to the studio. Come on. Yes. I got to go down to the studio yes. and get in a class. Yeah, so I have my dance fitness over 40 class. Okay. And I created, cause I feel like that demographic that woman gets forgotten. Okay. Now, and can I come, though? So, any woman, look, you're a grown woman, you can come. Okay. I just specialize in women 40 and okay. over because okay. I feel like that this is the time where you're rediscovering you. Either mm-hmm. you're into being a grandmother or your kids are off to school, you're about to go through that emptiness. So, you're trying to figure out, like, 
Where's my sexy that got me pregnant back in 79? Oh, yeah. Because we need to resurrect yes. that. Like, you you trying to figure out, like, where where is my sexy from 83? I know. Where did it go? I'm on 83. Like, you know, 1999, I was wearing bustiers and thigh boots. What okay. Happened? I seen an old picture the other day. I was like, oh, no, I got to get, this was me on the beach? Yes. Yes. And, but, but back then, I thought that I was worse. You know, like you be looking at old pictures like, well, take me back to that then. Because I thought back then I wasn't looking Yes. But I want women to be comfortable in there now. Yes. And and, and get away from who I was back then. You're not supposed to be her. I don't know why people try to make women feel like you're supposed to be who you were. I was young and dumb at 20. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't want to be her. I was lost and confused at 30. I don't want to be her. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I want women to celebrate their sexuality too and their sensuality. Great sex starts with you. If you are not comfortable in the right spirit, if you're not comfortable in (laughs) this, if you don't know what feels good to this, how do you expect your Mm -hmm. partner just, Mm -hmm. you know, and he could feel it and tell it too. Men men ain't stupid. They take that little high little little dish too, but they know when you're in it and not. And not, right. (laughs) And a lot of women, we've been pretending because we don't know for ourselves. And then the shame sets in because it's like, how do I not know for myself? I should know myself. Well, how? Where do you go to learn? Yeah. Like, just because I was born with a vagina don't mean I know how to use it. Didn't I tell her I ain't got no speakers offering? I, told, I, I mean, that's the truth. I told because what they say, it ain't the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean. Some yes. women got some vaginas and just, just dumb as dishwater. Du- I say dumb as a rock. <laughs> Look, don't even know. You just dumb as, as a block just of cheese. Just dumb as dishwater. You be like, you don't know, know what to do. And here it is. It's not because you're dumb because you opted to be. It's right. because you don't have other women, your queendom, your village to say, this is sexy. This is beautiful for you. Right. Now let's grow that thing. So during right. that, my burlesque company, I finally did it. My children pushed right. me to do it. Because I was like, now you know my titties yes. going to be out, y'all. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> my daughter was actually in my burlesque company, still oh. in my burlesque company. She performed, like, having her it. be a part of that. And being able to share that with my daughter. Yeah. Like, sensuality, sexuality does not have to always be something you see on Pornhub or something right. over-the-top, o- over-sexualized. Yeah. There's the sensual parts, the beautiful parts. And how is my daughter to know if I'm not an expression of that? That's right. You know, back in the day, I used to say we had aunties, your rich mm-hmm. auntie, Listen, the one, honey, that I, had her her Salem lights, say house the smelling time. good, and was teaching you about life. Listen, I say it all the time. Shout out to my aunt Kim. I say it all the time. She in every book, every thank you page I could put in because she was my rich fly auntie and she listen I'm talking about introducing me to all the sports players and this and that and she's like no girl when you walk like this you talk like this when he do this all you do is be present and pleasant sit yourself over here offer him a bottle of water oh she oh she yes. had it down to the nine yes oh she had it down to the but nine but a lot of us don't have you think yeah. of this next generation behind Ooh, us they gonna everybody be wanna be a grandmother no I'm a grandmother yeah. Yeah. I want to be that mm-hmm. I've earned this title I've survived some, we allowed to cuss on this show I think I said a few. I didn't survive some <laughs> shit. So please don't take my honorary grandma badge. That's like when right. people call me auntie online. Honey, you are not offending me uh-huh. at all. Uh-huh. That is not offensive. The fact that you can look to me and be like, yes, auntie Drea, go auntie. Uh-huh. Because I know there's some women out, young women out there that do not have that. They do not have that influence in their life of what does it mean to be a woman? Yeah. And how do I cultivate what woman is for me? That's so that's right. why I did the class. That's why I even do the burlesque show. Because so many women are afraid. So many women have been nude in front of a man and never been naked. 
Mm-hmm. How do you do that? How do you do That's that? That's another word. She dropping gems. I hope y'all put, picking up what she putting yes. down. So burlesque is a way that I teach women. It's mm-hmm. not just about, and some people be like, oh, it's glorified stripping. You don't even you understand. You call it what you want because I'm going to be at the class. Yes. Please do. <laughs> you, call, you call it what you want. Because <laughs> my bed going to be warm. You can call it what you want to. Yes. So during that, um, I started Vintage Baby. Okay. My, uh, so people don't know this about me either. I'm into fashion design. I have okay. been since middle school. I actually got into the Bob Mackey program. Oh, fell wow. in love with it. Sketch design. Sewing. Like, I absolutely love everything about fashion. So my costumes that people see me in in my burlesque show, I actually make You've them. You've made them. I okay. made them. Okay. All right. Yes. Shout out. Yeah. Listen, yes. Yes. The grass, many skills. Listen, many listen, skills. Okay. Yes. Okay. Listen. Yes. This is a Proverbs 31 kind of woman. Maybe. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Doing that, um, Hemi Rose is my jewelry line. I make handmade jewelry. Okay. Um, I chose Hematite for its healing powers. Okay. And it's very important, too, because we carry around a lot of cellular devices mm. and all the radiation. And the radiation. Yes. Yeah, so I do a lot of my okay. work is in uh, Hematite. So I use Hematite, Obsidian, Onyx, Rose Gold Hematite. I use oh, Platinum wow. Hematite. Okay. Yeah, so it's like... My my real love that I love to do, besides being uh, a black female vegan, mm-hmm. like honey, I listen. I get in them pots. And you look good. Thank you. You look good. Boo. You look amazing. Thank you. You look amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I'm riding this 49, honey. <laughs> yeah, because it's all 50. I'm listen. coming out my own cake. <laughs> do you hear me? I'm having an extravaganza, and I'm coming out of my own cake. Please know, know you right. heard it here first. I know that's. Yes, because thank God I don't look like one. Yes, doing. absolutely. You yes. look what when you walked in the door. I said, "Well, now look at her skin all tight and looking good." Because <laughs> when I, I'm telling you, when I saw you on the Instagram, I was like, "Them legs is legging." Thank you. Boo. Them legs is together. They thank was giving you. very much Tina. Rest in peace to Th- Tina. Very Girl, much. You know, I was devastated. Le- oh, I was. I was so, yeah, I was. Yeah, I wasn't no good. Wasn't no good. My, it was so bad. My kids had to check on me. They like, you all right? You still in mourning? I was done. I was Wasn't done. No you know what? The connection I have to her, which is so funny, because people often say, well, why does she keep the last name? She keep the last name. Why she got the uh-huh. last name? First of all, this is pure shade. Ooh. You shouldn't be worried about why I kept the last name. You should be concerned about what I do with the last name. I know that's right. Mm. Cause, I, but a lot of a lot of women in the celebrity, even hearts. They've got, you know, she's got some backlash with keeping that last name. And I remember watching I can see where he said the name got my daddy blood on it. The name stayed yes. home and all of it. That, that is your rightful name. Right. That's what you done signed up for. And all the hardship associated with it. But child, please, go somewhere to them. Let me tell you something. Look, <laughs> you know, what people don't understand, first of all, your last name is not a car lease. It's okay. not like it, there's right. nowhere in your vows. There's nowhere on the marriage certificate that says, well, at the end of the marriage, you got to return right. the name and you can in only have it for 36. Right. right. And you can't go over mileage so people need to understand that is legally my name right first of all it's my children's name use common sense yeah. what would i look like to my children going y'all kelly's i'm not yeah, no, if my kids gotta go work. through it as a kelly if they have to go through the fire as a kelly i'm going through the fire with my kids as a kelly and if you can't understand mm-hmm. that that is not my fault Reading is fundamental. Listen, that is not my fault. I'm with, I'm with her. Her name is Kelly. Did you it, get that? It is what okay. it is. Like, <laughs> and and here's the thing. 
they crucified me for the very thing they're curious about. Because if my mm. name was Miss Jones, you wouldn't be on my Instagram. You wouldn't care less about my right. ex-husband and anything I went through. Mm -hmm. But the fact that my name is Kelly is why you're even on my page. Okay. It's why you Google. Okay. It's why your sick behind will follow me just to leave a <laughs> sick comment. Uh-huh. Yep. So and you need to look at yourself before you look at me. Check yourself. Listen, and y'all got to stop doing that too. Because people, it doesn't matter if you talent, behind the scenes, Whatever the case may be, we are real people. Yes. So those comments, they hurt just like somebody would hurt your little feelings down at the poppy store. You hurt. You know, so stop. Just leave it alone. You can keep that little comment Yeah, but to you know, like they say, hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, but the opposite side of that is heal people heal people. There we go. And we so need, I know we what need I'm healing. here for. Yeah, I know we need what I'm healing. here for. In the words of Kanye West, I'm for who I'm for. Uh, listen, okay? I ain't pushing nothing that ain't supposed to be pushed. At so, all. I, I was told you were coming out with a book. I am. You want to you want to share that with us? Are you privileged to share that? Yes. With us? So my book is, it's it's really. People people are gonna think, oh, it's salacious. Oh, she's gonna be giving grease and dirt. It's really about healing. Oh, okay. It's really about okay. healing. But unfortunately, you have to share the dark parts of the healing. You do. We live in a world where we think, now nah, I'm going to stay downward, dog, burn some stage, mm -hmm. I'm going to be all right. Mm -hmm. No, healing looks like I don't want to get out of bed. Mm. Healing looks like, God, why won't you just let me die in my sleep? Mm. Healing looks like, God, are you even there? Yeah. Do you yeah. care? Yeah. Healing looks like I don't want to be here anymore. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. the undercurrent of that is, but God, as long as you by my side, I will fight another day. That's right. And that's I right. think that people need to have a book that's out, not about the gory details, because that's mm -hmm. for people who just want their curiosity satisfied. Right. My right. book, I'm going to share the stories, but I want the glory part of the story mm -hmm. to be shared. Yeah. The parts where I had to lean on God because I had nobody else. The parts where... I was confused and didn't know, like, God, did you tell me to leave or not? Because it felt like when I left, it got worse. Right. Like, the parts where God shows up and says, daughter, I am pleased. The parts that sometimes I don't want to do interviews. I don't want to do appearances. I don't want to talk about him. But God says, you have to. Yeah. That, yeah. that part, like I said earlier, that's bigger than me. Mm -hmm. And when people can connect to your life is bigger than you. Oh, yeah. It gives you the strength. So that's it's why so I'm writing purpose. the book. The book is not just, oh, as people say, you want to kick him when he down. And why you want oh, to write yeah, a to book? Tell it all. To tell and all. And it, no, it's to save somebody's <laughs> that's life. That's right. That's because right. sometimes when you're in that dark place, you're not on social media. You're not mm -hmm. going out. You're not socializing. Yeah. Sometimes it is just you at home with a book mm -hmm. in bed. And maybe you will lay in that bed for three days straight and read this book from cover to cover. I've done my job. That's right. Shoot, I'm, a re I'm telling you. If it was not yesterday, I was at home, and I and, and anything can strike a chord. But I'm so glad that you're putting this book out because I was just washing dishes and I started to cry. I was like, God, I am under distress. Mm -hmm. I really am. And sometimes when we when we are movers and shakers and we keep going, depression looks like I'm just gonna sit on the couch today. I've I've sent a few emails, mm -hmm. so we're not completely ineffective, but it's just that we're not performing at our highest self. Yes. So I was like, oh, wow, I might have been a low-key depressed or something. I was yeah. like, because I didn't sit here and watch four episodes of Power and ain't, ain't moved. And then, and then researching, I saw Brene Brown, somebody that I absolutely love, and she was like, she sat down and she was watching Downtown Abbey, <laughs> and then afterwards she was looking up the actor. I said, and I've been in that place yeah. where you like, 
to the nothingness. The nothingness. I want the nothingness because yes. as soon as I turn this TV off, my mind starts going it, and I'm thinking it and takes you go me into that reality. spiral. But what I have learned to is the words that we speak to ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, I hear a lot of people say, I'm depressed. And I tell people, say to yourself, I'm going through depression. That's right. That's right. You're that going because you got to come it. out on the other You end. got to come out. And to say that you're depressed would mean that God gave up on you. Mm. But when you say, I'm going through depression, mm -hmm. that means God is with me. That's right. That's so right. So we, again, even in that speaking, don't treat him like a deadbeat dad. Mm -hmm. he, didn't, he didn't let you be depressed, but he's going to help you get through depression. Yes. He did not leave you with anxiety, but he's going to help you get through anxiety because yes. our father would never do that to us. Mm. This has been so great talking to you. Likewise. <laughs> this has been so great talking to you. Your spirit is good. Because I even told him before, I said, do you got something where I could see where she talking at or something? So I can see. Y'all know, know I got the highly vet people when they come on. I'm like, is she filled with the Holy Spirit or something? I don't know. Because let's. You oh, deal baby. with so That's many people. Tongues, be real. Listen, but your energy is so good. Thank and especially you. just hearing all that you have gone through and the fact that you can present in such a way with such transparency and just openness and that godly light towards you. Yes. I'm, I'm, it's a pleasure to like, be here. But you have that same energy, though. Oh, glory Because I've God. sat across from people, Cameron <laughs> all looking at my publicist like, like now you, you sign, know I'm you about to go, right? Yeah, you know you fired. Yeah, you have that amazing energy, and I thank God that you listen to him. Yeah, Because yeah. it's very easy when you have personal life going on. You be like, now, God, I know you don't think mm -hmm. I care about no hair, no makeup, no lights, no cameras, listen. nothing else. But when you know that mm -hmm. you are chosen, and, and I tell people, You'll know when it's God and you know when it's ego by two things. Oh, yeah. You'll know when it's ego when you say, I, 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 I don't want to go. I don't want to be bothered. I don't feel mm -hmm. like talking. I don't want to see people. Mm -hmm. You know that you don't want to do it because of ego. You know that it's God when you say, I will do it even though I don't want to talk to people. I right. will do it right. even though I'm not in the mood. Mm -hmm. I will do it mm -hmm. with tears in my eyes and yeah. my throat cracking yeah. because I know somebody on the other end is supposed to hear yep. this and I'm a vessel. Mm -hmm. And it is what it is and there's no getting away from it. Listen. And that's how you have to live life. And if you choose not to, you're not living. <laughs> well, ain't nobody mad but the devil because this episode then came on and aired and we good to go today. Listen, yes. it, I want to know, can you tell the people where your studio is, where they can find you, your dance classes, your Instagram handles, anything that we could use yes, to get in touch with yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. So my Instagram is official Drea Kelly. That's D-R-E-A-K-E-L-L-Y. My Facebook and Twitter are just Drea Kelly, D-R-E-A-K-E-L-L-Y. After that, honey, you probably have to Google me. I don't know what else to tell you. Google her. Um, okay, Google the girl. Google the girl. She's I am Googleable. Yeah. She's Googleable. Google, Google a girl. Um, I'm still looking for a space. Believe okay. it or not, I've been here some years, but I travel so much. Yeah. So having a studio, it's not just about opening a studio. Making sure you have a good staff oh, that yeah, is going to sure. teach your class to the level of excellence that you do. Mm -hmm. That is going to love it just like. And I found Atlanta. Y'all are shifting. <laughs> Listen, and I'm here from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, yeah. so I, I know. The shifty. I know, I know. Yeah. Like, the level mm -hmm. of excellence is a little different. It is. So, for it right is. now, I teach at different um, <laughs> studios. So, Leg Days on okay. Buford Highway. Okay. Yes. Bermisi, oh, I'm real close to my, Oh, yes. My oh. Black-owned. I actually, I love Ramisi. I teach there. Uh, I was at Zach Lee Studios for a while, okay. but since moved to studio. So I really try to partner with other black okay. studios. Well, Casey's yeah. Playpen might got a spot for you, too. Okay, okay, yeah. yes. But well, we, we'll be here then. Look, look she's going to be at the Playpen then. Yes. Listen, but I just want to thank you for coming on Behind the Scenes Bella Podcast. This is our second episode. 
with Miss Beautiful Drea Kelly. This has been an amazing time. I want y'all to follow her, like whatever she's doing, buy the book when it drops, and we will see y'all next time. Okay, I love y'all. I love everybody.